Welcome to another edition of the Light Reading Podcast. I'm Jeff Baumgartner, a senior editor at Light Reading. And I'm Giles Tung, Vice President Marketing at Bango. Well, hey, Giles, it's uh, nice to uh, speak to you again, and uh, thanks for being a guest on the uh, the podcast today. Well, thanks very much for having me. It's exciting to be here, and uh, great to yeah. meet you a few weeks ago. Right. Yeah, we were, we were together there in uh, Denver. So, uh, so today we're going to talk a bit about subscriptions and bundling, right? And and how Bango is trying to help partners, help consumers better manage subscriptions. And in essence, you know, I kind of think about it as I like create like this new type of bundle in a way. And and I know, and I know you've done a ton of research in this area that maybe we'll, we'll kind of get into a little bit, but. Uh, I, th- I think it's a pretty interesting topic uh, these days, especially in the uh, the video streaming world, where you've got some of the big premium general entertainment services out there, quite a few more genre-focused offerings, and a lot of uh, subscriptions that have nothing to do with video or streaming. And you know, so we'll probably get into that a little bit. But uh, when you kind of put it all together, you know, it can become you know a little bit of a an overwhelming challenge, you know, for consumers uh, to know even what they have and what they're paying for and and actually getting the value uh, of what they're paying for and if they're actually using it. So uh, so the first thing, Giles, maybe just, just give us a quick overview of Bango and, and really the problem you're, you're setting out to solve in this world of subscriptions and, you know, maybe in some cases, subscription overload. Yeah, sure. Thanks for that. We've um, Bango's been around for about twenty years. We're AIM listed in the UK, based out of Cambridge. Um, our background was in direct carrier billing. This is where you would charge your purchase to your phone bill rather than use perhaps a credit card. And where we've moved into is uh, leveraging those connections that we have, which on the one side are the content partners. And on the other side are the telcos in, in one instance. Uh, we work with others, but let's concentrate on telcos. Um, and we created a SaaS product which sits between these parties and makes it easy for those content partners to sell their subscriptions through those telco um, partners. So it's a distribution channel which gives the content partners massive reach by accessing all of the Telco's uh, subscri- subscribers, you know, the, the 143 million subscribers that Verizon has, for example. So we're making that really easy. We call it super bundling. So um, in the telco world, there was a bit of an evolution that went from uh, a first generation bundle, which was where you bought your your connectivity, your data and SMS together in one lump. And that sort of evolved into the second generation where you would have perhaps a perk, which was maybe Netflix gets included in, in that in that package. And now this third generation, which we're enabling, super bundling, where now the the telco is offering dozens of different types of content. Um, so uh, we sit in the middle making all of that really easy because it can get quite complex managing all those different streams of information. Um, so that, that's kind of where, where, where Bango sits. Uh, there's a couple of nice examples where this is happening uh, already. So in the US, Verizon Plus Play is a good example. That um, you're actually uh, doing, that you're involved yeah, in. Right? That's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we 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 sort of sit in the background of that. And our role in that is to make sure that when a customer um, buys, say, Netflix or, or um, 
another service from the Plus Play um, content hub that that message then goes through to the the content provider they acknowledging that that customer now has access the right to access we call it an entitlement uh um the right to access that content and the uh the, the verizon in this case can go on and sell that product to the customer right and uh, now the Verizon's a great example now is the the telco model here i mean is that still like the way you're doing this with uh, plus play really new for Bango or you know, have you kind of been in the market trying to get yes. this out and working with the telcos to do something uh, similar, right? Because the Verizon's a great marquee example. That's right. So we're sort of, um, you know, we're crossing the chasm at the moment, I suppose you could say. We're before the, mm -hmm. the bell curve. So Verizon is a real pioneer in this space. Optus in Australia is another really great example of this uh, super bundling and the content hubs. And we can go into some details about uh, how they're doing it and the, and the difference between them. But um, it is a natural evolution from uh, the bundling that we've seen in the past, you know, the ones and twos that you could you could get through your, your telco. Um, what the telcos are seeing is this is an opportunity for you know retention loyalty um you know keeping their customers um by providing more and more services to them uh, makes them a bit stickier as well but also it's an acquisition opportunity so by providing these content hubs we find that uh, the telcos are, are able to acquire new customers and of course every telco wants to sell more stuff drive up their revenue per user um, so by offering more and more services, they're also selling more products to the same customers. So that's a uh, you know almost a clean sweep of a, of a telco's objectives being being captured right. in these initiatives. All right, and talk a little bit more on kind of how you make that linkage, right? How, how you're kind of sitting in the middle, right? Um, because yeah. if I'm uh, one of these telcos, like you said in the past, we've, we've seen kind of like uh, a perk or something, but now we're getting into uh, a lot more options and you said kind of super bundles. So what is what is kind of the, the big important piece here to, kind of, to connect those two sides uh, instead of having the consumer maybe have 10 individual subscriptions to manage versus a hub where, where they can manage yeah. it all and uh, add or subtract and you know kind of manage their own bundle. Yeah, so the, 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 the problems we're solving for the telcos in this situation are really ones of uh, reducing complexity and speed to market. So we, we have a, a platform which a telco would connect to once and the content providers would connect to once. And it creates this ecosystem of lots of different partners on either side connecting once to our platform. And then they can access everybody else there. So if you think about um, in the old days, you know, a telco would connect to a content partner, then they would connect to a different content partner. And all of these one-to-one -one connections are very complex and uh, costly to manage, uh, take a lot of time. By creating this platform where everyone's connecting once, we're now reducing that complexity because once you've connected, you're accessing everybody else who's already there. Uh, and it creates this ever-growing um, economy of scale, if you like. So now a, a new telco joining today will benefit from all of the content providers that have already been connected to our to our platform. So we're right. taking a lot of the complexity and heavy lifting away from the, the telco um, and from the content partners, you know, so it happens the other way around, you know, somebody like uh, Amazon, let's say, um, will connect to other telcos through our platform as well. So they could be the instigator of this too. 
So um, lots of different partners connecting each other, but sitting in the middle is Bango, simplifying all of this. And then we're managing all of these different flows of information. So each customer who, who wants to sign up to uh, a new title, um, they'd request that through the telco, through the content hub. That information would flow through Bango to the content partner and then back to the, to the telco. So we're, we're managing all of that uh, heavy lifting there and really reducing the, the complexity. And the speed to market piece is, is crucial as well. So if a telco today thought, well, I like the look of what Verizon are doing or what Optus or EE or any of these other guys are doing, um, we should be doing that they would look at their own team and go, well, it's going to take us years to make all of those connections. Or they could come to Bango, who have already got the connections, and get to market with 10, so 20, you, 30 different connected partners so uh, they can the take advantage months rather than years. Yeah, so they can take advantage. If you've already done an integration with uh, a Netflix or you know, another type of service, whether it's a, it can't even, doesn't have to just be video. So that's already in place, right? You don't have to like reintegrate it. It's more integrating with the telco on the other side, just getting them attached That's into it. the uh, the work you've already done. Okay. And on the consumer side, right? And, and you've done yeah. some research or you've sent some stuff around on subscription fatigue and subscription overload. You know, I, I, I don't know if I succumb to that or I mean, I probably have more. How, than many, I, how than many subscriptions I, would you say? I don't even know. I, you know, I would, you know, if I'm counting not just uh, video streaming and stuff like that, I mean, there's probably a good dozen at least. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, and how many of those I'm using? I mean, yeah, there's some I use every day, some hardly ever. But, uh, you know, I think it would be interesting to have like a play, one place to go and, and have a full picture of where my money is going. <laughs> Am I getting the full value? So, uh, yeah, I guess on the consumer side, right, what has your research shown you in terms of what consumers want or you know, what they need right now? Yeah, so your, your experience there is probably very, very typical. So 35% of consumers don't know how much they're spending. Um, 33% are spending on apps they're not even using. And curiously, that rises, you know, between 18 and 24-year-olds, 53% don't know how much they're spending. And surprisingly, the second biggest category is 65 plus, 45% of which don't know how much they're spending. So what we did is a consumer survey of two and a half thousand uh, American subscribers to try and understand what's going on in this space. 72% um, of the respondents said there are too many uh, subscriptions. Um, so there's this real lack of control, uh, a frustration from the complexity that's probably emerged out of a lot of the D2C um, uh, companies that have emerged and, and sort of unbundling in, in the cable world and so forth. So now people are buying a lot of their subscriptions and services directly rather than um, rather than uh, you know provided through one bundled solution. And what what that's done is created this uh, kind of confusion of where did I sign up? How do I manage it? You know what term am I on? What's the duration of my deal? So there's a, this real um, intensity around a lack of control and, and uh, subscription fatigue. Some people would call it. Paradoxically, though, perhaps we found that three quarters of subscribers would like one place to manage their subscriptions and one place to pay for their subscriptions. And if they did that, two thirds would sign up to more subscriptions, 70% would spend more, 79% would be more loyal to the provider of that service, and over half hmm. of them would switch to the provider of that service. So there's this really curious. Well, if, I'm control, going, <laughs> if I'm in control, if I'm in control, then hey. 
then then I feel like I can uh, uh, spend a little bit heavier because at least I know what I'm spending it on. I mean, that's, that's an inch. Yeah, you're right. That is kind of an interesting um, paradox, right? Cause you would almost think of uh, like, Oh, it'd be the opposite. Like, Oh, I have too many. Uh, Or maybe, you know, they they can turn off one and go, well, but I I think I would use this other one and and kind of mix and match a little bit more. Yeah. Exactly. It comes out of this loss of this loss of control and this administrative head, headache that's come about. Mm. I mean, my own example would be at some point I signed up to Disney Plus and I think I did it through a coupon on the back of a grocery receipt. You know, <laughs> how, how do I manage that? Yeah. <laughs> Where do I go to sort that out? Um, yeah. So so that, that's the kind of situation that we've been in. We, we've got subscriptions all over the place. We don't know how to manage them. A lot of them were set up direct with a particular uh, website. So if this could all be brought together, then I'm going to feel more in control. And actually, if that content hub does its job well, it's going to create intriguing packages and, and bundles and combinations uh, and, and frankly, curate the right subscriptions and digital products that will entice those uh, those uh, consumers to, to buy more stuff, you know, uh, in, a, in a constrained environment like um, a plus player and not to subhub, there is a, an element of curation there to what's provided and an opportunity mm-hmm. to create unique and interesting combinations, which will appeal to, to consumers. Are- so uh, it's kind of logical that once you've got the control back you, and you're presented with these, uh, you know, better combinations and maybe even better price combinations in some cases, um, you would are engage there- more with it. Yeah. Now, are there uh, big differences in terms of how Optus is doing this versus uh, Verizon with Plus Play? I mean, is, is the general concept pretty similar or is it kind of like nuanced? I wasn't sure if there was like a big difference strategically on how they're, they're doing this. Yeah. So I I probably would, would tread carefully around talking about strategically what's going on, but let's just look from the outside in. What we can see is, you know, Optus and uh, Verizon both have a a breadth of different offerings. So it's uh, not just SVOD. It's not just, you know, Amazon video and uh, Netflix. Now we're talking about uh, productivity. So like Microsoft 365 is is an example. Uh, Gaming, uh, Xbox access all areas. Um, Sports, um, lifestyle products like Calm. Um, so there's, there's a great breadth of different types of pro- delivery food boxes is, is popular too, um, Blue Apron. So they're both. Oh, so you have a bunch a of integrations with those too? I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you like all these different types of subscription services, right? You're, you're, That's you're, right. So we're yeah, sitting in okay. between all of that. Yeah. So we're, yeah. We're, we're managing the flow of, of information and access to those, those, uh, those titles on behalf of the, the consumer. So there's a, a great breadth and depth uh, going on. Um, some different approaches thereafter, though. Um, in the case of Optus, what they're doing is they're offering a discount against your total basket. So let's say you've you've bought two things, you'll get five percent off that total spend. If you buy three things, you'll get ten percent off that total spend. And it could be you know two video streamers and a and a productivity app or or, or a fitness um, product, um, but they'll give you that discount over the top, uh, which isn't a route that um, that Verizon have gone. So um, instead, Verizon are doing um, some creative packages which are which are unique to them. So um, uh, slightly different approaches. They could look at a glance to be very similar, but there are some nuances going on in there. 
and and the direction of travel i think verizon in particular are interested in curating uh, packages and and experiences that are kind of interesting different and exciting to their to their consumers one interesting package recently was uh, netflix paramount plus and showtime at a discount of 19% across that package an equivalent discount of 19% now to create that combination anywhere else really is difficult you couldn't do it in an app store you couldn't do it on their own websites but they can do it in these kind of environments that we're creating like plus play so a really interesting right. consumer benefit because there's the, you're not expecting uh, netflix and showtime to get together and do a deal or you know that would, right. Uh, right this way yeah there, there's a way to do that um and then what is um then your business model in between all this right you're, you're working with the uh, the telcos, you're also working with all these subscription services. Uh, yeah, they're they're both your your customer in a sense. So, uh, yeah. So, what what is the uh, uh, the basis of the business, particularly in this model uh, on the telco side? Yeah. So, so we've got a, a dual focus here. On the one hand, we're looking at the content providers, uh, and for them, the benefit we're giving them is reach, obviously, to these enormous. Um, uh, clusters of paying customers, you know, the 143 million through Verizon, four and a half million through Optus, et cetera. Um, so we're giving them reach to those paying customers. It's a new distribution channel for them in, in many cases. Uh, on top of that, they typically experience a reduced cost per acquisition through these channels. Uh, the loyalty is stronger and, and they, they're telling us that they actually tend to be stickier when bundled with other products. So um, if, if you sell your product direct to a consumer, it's easier to cancel. And if you are bought with two or three other things together where there's a higher perceived value. So that's a, that's a useful thing. Um, and uh, the general value perception is higher. So for the content providers, there's a, there's a, a big benefit there. Uh, and for the telcos, the retention, loyalty, acquisition, uh, and ARPU that, that I mentioned before. So our job is to sit in between all of that. Um, so our, our business model really is about being the technology partner for all of these uh, companies uh, and, and delivering those benefits by making that quick and easy. So um, the way we tend to work is on a, uh, you know, we're a SaaS product with, with Bango Resale. So um, when you think of uh, super bundling and what is our equivalent to say a seat in, the, in a SaaS environment, um, we, we think of these entitlements. So you can think of it like in a subscription. So we would sell a capacity of subscriptions. So if you want to manage a million subscriptions through our product or entitlements, as we call them, then we will sell you that capacity and, and that capacity increases uh, you know, as, your, as your demand increases. So that, that's our business model. We, we, we're just facilitating all of these uh, uh, transactions and making life easy for everyone. <laughs> okay, great. And then, um, you know, again, you have some uh, very sizable examples of uh, companies that are working with you in this way, right? And there's a lot of uh, cable operators out there, a lot of telcos, uh, other mobile wireless guys, MVNOs. I mean, there, there's a, a lot out there that could maybe uh, take advantage of something like this. So um, I guess priority-wise um, for 2023, uh, are, are you going? Are you focused on uh, trying to expand in those areas um, on the telco side, or you know, where, or or is it about getting other subscription services integrated into your platform? Uh, or I'm sure it comes on both yeah. sides, but where, where's the big priority? 
Yeah, so I kind of think of two ends of the telescope. So on the one end of the telescope are the content providers, um, and we're you know constantly speaking to more and more, uh, you know, adding daily more partners to our to our platform. Uh, sometimes those come about because somebody like a Verizon has requested, hey, we're going to work with this company, so let's get them connected to the platform. Uh, in, in other terms, we're looking for the right partners who we think will be successful through um the telco channel so we're looking uh, at adding those and then of course we're at the start of the of the journey with telco so we're running around the world we've got a uh, you know global sales teams um looking at different opportunities all, all the way around the world uh, to sign up more telcos and of course this doesn't just uh, extend to telcos you know we it, as part of our study we looked at you know who would who would you like to provide such a content hub you know provide this one service for for super bundling and the list was quite long of course it starts with broadband providers cable companies the telcos but it extends to credit card companies so the amexes the banks uh, utility companies and of course retail there's great examples of you know retail are good at selling stuff you know if they're selling a tv why not sell three subscription services at the same time if you're selling you know fitness gear why not you know sell some peloton app with it uh, if you're selling headphones that sell some music with it. So there's great synergies there in, in retail ah. as well. So we, we're looking at, you know, both ends of this uh, dynamic is how do we increase the right types of uh, content partners, subscription providers, digital products. And on the other hand, how do we expand our footprint in telcos, but also start to look at those other opportunities in different verticals where, um, okay, they might phrase it differently, but somebody like a bank talks about rewards and, and offers um, you know, so it's it's the same kind of tools to deliver a different objective. So where where a, a, a telco might talk about revenue, average revenue per user, a bank might talk about rewards and perks and so forth. So it, it, there's great opportunities for us to to extend the reach of the content partners into all of these different uh, distribution areas. Oh, I see. Yeah, you can apply this to a lot of different types of uh, industries and types of partners. Okay, great. Yeah. Well, then. Um, I mean, uh, competitively speaking, then who who do you come up against, right? I, when I I look in the video world, uh, there, there's a lot of platforms out there that uh, try to sit in the middle, you know. I, I think and, and yeah. help manage subscription services, uh, really mostly for streaming. So I think of you know the Roku channel or what Comcast and Charter doing with Zumo. Uh, you know, my bundle's a different company out there. You know, Amazon. Mm. Uh, does something like this as well. Um, it feels like maybe on the video side, that's maybe who you would compete with. But is there like on a, a grander scale, like who, who else do you kind of come up against? Well, typically what we find is, you know, with super bundling being like a new concept, a new fast growth uh, sector, the the background that we walk into is often companies doing it themselves. So telcos hmm. would connect once to Netflix and include that in their in their package. And now they're looking at the super bundling opportunity of, oh, if only we could have 10 or 20. And they're, they're really looking at, well, we could do it ourselves, which can sometimes mean with consultants or whoever their incumbent software uh, providers are. Um, or they could come and try and find a, a kind of SaaS product where they don't have to worry about the maintenance. They don't have to worry about making these connections. So um, it's a technically heavy task. It's time consuming. And there's a lot of relationships you need to build to, to get there. So where we're finding our competition really is against that company 
you know, DIYing, doing it themselves. Right. Um, whereas we're walking in with a SaaS product saying, don't even dream about it. It's it's going to take you ages. You'll never get there, at least not yeah. in our lifetimes. So just use yeah. our product, connect once to our platform, and you can have access to all of these great partners and, and let's get going quickly. And sure, we can add more partners to, to suit your needs. But here we are, let's get going. Right, because it feels like a... Uh a scalability and uh, and resource challenge for for somebody is, if they yeah, want to kind of take it on themselves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially it's at that level. People, yeah. Totally. Yeah. To get 20, 30, 40 different partners uh, connected um, is going to take a, a long time. You know, it could be six months plus in some situations to, to get one partner done. Mm -hmm. Then you've got to do a commercial deal on top of that. And now you want to do 20 or 30 of them. It's it's going to take a long time, whereas we can do it incredibly quickly. So our competition really comes from that DIY, um, you know, us versus doing it yourself is, is typically what we're seeing. Okay. Well, last thing, um, and I realize that uh, consumer tastes and interests, uh, interests are different. They vary. Uh, mm. But when you consider things broadly i mean what what do you what does the super bundle of the future look like I mean, there's so many subscriptions out there but is there a way to kind of encompass it all and and and, uh, and try to find like what what's the big common thread of the super bundle right now yeah i think so a really interesting stat from from omdia is that 20 percent of all um svod is already sold through telcos so that probably tells you, and that's rising wow. to 50% in some markets like LATAM and, and EMEA. Yeah. Partly the LATAM and EMEA story is due to it being a convenient way to pay for the product. You know, How else do you pay for a subscription, a recurring payment, if you, if you perhaps don't have or don't want to use a, a credit card? In many markets, they're, they're unbanked populations. So the telcos make a lot of sense there. So um, I think the core of any super bundling content hub is going to be the SVOD. But the exciting thing comes from the unique bundles, you know, adding the Duolingos, the Calms and, uh, you know, Xbox, uh, you know, these are all things which uh, relate somewhat to the use of your phone. So they huh. suit telcos. But, you know, generally that super bundling hub is, is a combination yeah. of breadth, depth and unique curation. Uh, and to music. provide customers with something interesting. And music, of course. It's yeah. got to be a huge one, right? Yeah, because I was like, I would yeah. love to have a deal where, uh, yeah, I'm not is not all separate uh, and I'm paying separate and maybe try to get a little bit of a, a little bit of a deal. So, um, yeah, yeah, so we'll stay tuned on that. So excellent. Yeah. Well, uh, well, great. Well, I think that's where we're going to leave it for today, Giles. So, uh, thanks again for joining the podcast. It was great to catch up with you and to hear your uh, insights in this topic and look forward to staying in touch with you. Brilliant. Thanks, Jeff. Really appreciate uh, coming on board. Thanks a lot. Sure thing. All right. Take care.